0: Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I hope all of you are having fantastic Mondays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I'm your fearless leader Clay Travis and uh, I gotta tell you right off the top good news New York, Arizona Maryland, Louisiana among others all legalizing online sports gambling should be ready to roll hopefully sooner rather than later but we've already got Tennessee, Virginia, Maryland uh, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, West Virginia Colorado, New Jersey and Pennsylvania you get up to $1,000 no risk all you have to do is go to fanduel.com slash clay that is Fanduel.com slash Clay and you will be well on your way to getting up to a $1,000 no-risk wager. That is Fanduel.com slash Clay. Sometimes I sit around and I think what if OutKick didn't exist? If OutKick didn't exist lies would exist in sports media even more pronounced than they do on our current universe. Now let me talk about this for a minute. On Sunday ESPN published a piece from Adrian Wojnarowski their NBA insider and in that piece they're talking about the NBA is preparing to shut down in the event that Derek Chauvin is not found guilty the police officer in Minnesota associated with the George Floyd uh, incident who has been charged with a variety of criminal offenses. Uh, and let me just say this for a minute it's kind of interesting that everybody is just totally presuming that if this guy is not found guilty that there are going to be riots galore that there are going to be craziness that sets forth across the entire country and that nobody can stop it and yet there's still this argument that January 6th in Washington D.C. is what everybody should be focused on and not the months of summer long riots we saw and not the riots that everybody's preparing for now. Do you notice? Before the election they put up all the plywood in the event that Trump actually won the election uh, because they were afraid of the riots that would ensue. And now many different business owners certainly in Minneapolis but in cities all over this country they are filled with trepidation that there could be further riots in the event that Chauvin is not found guilty. And so, there was a story written by Adrian Wojnarowski which was up as the primary focal point of stories on ESPN.com and on the ESPN app. And in that story, explaining that basically the NBA was going to shut its season down, if they weren't happy about the, re- the results of this jury t- uh, trial by the way how crazy is that? that we've now entered into an era where sports just shut down if there is a decision that is reached that upsets anyone in America. Sports didn't shut down after Rodney King they didn't shut down after O.J. Simpson they didn't shut down to my knowledge for any criminal justice related matter ever in the history of American life that I've been alive for because people were upset about what happened in a criminal court trial. But now that has become a standard operating procedure it's wildly inappropriate evidently to expect for people to continue to do their jobs if they're unhappy with what a jury determines as it pertains to one particular criminal case. Um, And In that article that Adrian Wojnarowski wrote uh, there was a line that was 100% inaccurate. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and many presumably ESPN editors who also reviewed it said that Jacob Blake had been unarmed when he was shot by police in Kenosha, Wisconsin. This of course is a 100% lie that would have been easily verified and checked to confirm that it was a lie if anyone at ESPN have been doing their job. Instead in writing a story that is designed to inflame, divide, and provoke more tensions in this country ESPN added more fuel to that fire by getting a significant fact wrong. Jacob Blake was armed with a knife as he himself has admitted. That is why the police officers in Kenosha, Wisconsin were not charged with a crime. They also, those police officers, were called because Jacob Blake was menacing a woman who had a protective order against him and had accused him previously of sexual assault. When police arrived an armed Blake refused to comply with their instructions fought against them resisted arrest and then went into his car leading police to fear that he could be going for a weapon at, what point, at which point they fired. He was not a victim of police misconduct. They reviewed it. They did not charge any of the officers and all of the NBA players and everybody else who refused to play all of them ended up looking ridiculous including the WNBA players who spelled out the name of a man accused of sexual assault on their t-shirts as a way to honor him. Really this all happened. All of these details have been public for months. Nearly a full year at this point all of this information had been out there for everyone to see and yet ESPN all of their editors all of their fact checkers all of their innumerable individuals that they employ failed to get this basic fact wrong. When I tweeted about it after by the way it had been up for over four hours for all to see ESPN changed the wording in their article without acknowledging that they had gotten it correct. When we then called them out anew and requested a comment on why they were doing that ESPN finally issued a correction and acknowledged that they had gotten that fact 100% wrong. The reason why I think this matters is significant. Everybody makes mistakes, okay? I don't always it's going to stun some of you I don't always perfectly get every grammatical uh, construction correct in my articles, on my radio show uh, on my TV show there are things that I get wrong, All right, But a lot of times those are things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things maybe the score was 27 to 24 and I said it was 28 to 24 but what does matter is when you get the big things wrong and especially when you get the big things wrong and for many people out there it appears that you are getting them wrong because they confirm your pre-existing narrative as opposed to being honest and direct and straightforward with your audience you are caught in a lie and refuse to acknowledge it for much of the day. ESPN should be ashamed of itself Adrian Wojnarowski should be ashamed of himself ESPN should be providing ample discussion for all ESPN consumers about how they managed to get a fact like this wrong. They should be forced to acknowledge that they have continued to promote and pay highly. Mark Jones who said during a Bucks-Lakers broadcast this exact same inaccuracy claimed that Jacob Blake was unarmed when he was shot. These are facts that are easily verifiable. They are spreading fake news. It is the height of dishonesty to in a time of extreme division fail when it comes to facts like these and continue to create more division in this country. They are trying, ESPN is, to use sports to divide us instead of unite us. I believe white, black, Asian, Hispanic and, uh, and everyone else out there of mixed race we all have a lot more in common than we do different and the best way to treat everyone is the exact same regardless of their identity their ethnicity, their religion Uh, their sexuality uh, their race all of these things that are being right now used to divide us through identity politics are fundamental failures of places like ESPN and they're the reason honestly that OutKick continues to surge in popularity. Speaking of the opposite of a surge do you remember a month ago when Texas and Mississippi both ended their mask mandates and opened their states 100% businesses were allowed if they so desired to be back to 100% normalcy. Joe Biden called it Neanderthal thinking and said that he wanted those states to continue to lock down. All of the blue checkmark brigade ran around waving their hands wildly in the air saying that things were going to fall apart. Do you know what's happened since then? Texas and Mississippi have started to play baseball games in front of full stadiums. In Ole Miss and Mississippi State more people are watching games there in Starkville and in Oxford than are watching the New York Yankees or the New York Mets play in New York City. They have 100% fan capacity. Most of the fans are not wearing masks either. It is a glorious sight of celebration if you have watched any of these SEC baseball games. Similarly, the Texas Rangers have a full house for their opener on April 5th nearly certainly over two weeks ago but it has now been a month since both of those states opened up and guess what's happened the number of cases overall have continued to plummet hitting nearly one year lows in both of those jurisdictions as the number of people who are vaccinated continues to grow. I talked about this on my show this morning. Uh, I don't know why people continue to use kids in the calculations. There are 257 million adults in the United States somewhere around half of all adults have at least received one of the vaccine shots meaning that we're at 50% roughly uh, of a vaccination from COVID in this country. If you combine that with the 100 million plus people who have already had COVID that means that we're probably among the adult population easily at 70 or 80% of Americans adults who have been exposed to COVID given the fact that kids there are reportedly 73 million of them in the country under the age of 18 do not have significant COVID related issues we are talking about it being well past time to get back to normal and use sports as an important symbol of that normalcy by having 100% full capacity stadiums and arenas if people are interested in going. And certainly for any outside venue any stadium that's primarily outdoors they should be 100% open because COVID does not spread outdoors and the CDC has finally told us as well that COVID does not spread from surfaces either meaning that guess what? The worst thing they could have ever done is tell you not to go to the beach not to go hiking not to play basketball or whatever it is outdoors, soccer this is pure madness. And I give credit to the state of Texas and the state of Mississippi for allowing 100% crowds present. I also want to build on something that Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin said kind of mocking the absurd differences between crowds allowed in Knoxville and crowds allowed in Nashville and my home state of Tennessee. Uh, Tim Corbin sarcastically said something along the lines of I guess COVID doesn't exist in Knoxville. Tennessee and Vanderbilt played a great college baseball series this weekend. Uh, Vanderbilt was number two. Tennessee was number three. Vandy won two out of the three games. Uh, Knoxville allows far more fans to be present than Nashville does. It is absurd. All outdoor sports venues should be able to have a hundred percent capacity if fans want to go. That's Vanderbilt baseball where I live. That's the Titans into the future. That's outdoor concerts. If you want to go to an outdoor event you should be able to go. This is madness that any places at all are not allowing 100% fan access and ability to go to these games. Needs to happen sooner rather than later beyond a shadow of a doubt. Props to Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt for sarcastically calling out the decisions inside my hometown of Nashville over how many people can actually go to sporting events. Deshaun Watson has released his response officially to 22 different women who have alleged that he sexually assaulted them during massages. What is his defense? Essentially, they are all liars. Deshaun Watson's defense... To the 22 women who are accusing him of sexual assault is all 22 of those women are liars. That seems like it is going to be an aggressively difficult argument to make. The Busby Law Firm has responded here in recent uh, minutes and I have it in front of me right now. As fully anticipated this is the Busby Law Firm statement as fully anticipated and despite his lawyer's previous statements Deshaun Watson's only defense is to call these brave women liars. The weak and vague allegations made in defendant's response are demonstrably false. Watson can't deny he sought out an unusually high number of women for massages on Instagram. He doesn't deny he insisted on being nude or nearly nude. He can't deny the massage sessions occurred He can't deny he wanted more than a quote massage and he hasn't credibly denied that something bad happened during the session. He instead claims that any sexual acts were consensual. Of course his definition of consent doesn't comport with that of everyone else. I have faith the court process will sort out the truth as these matters progress. Now, calling all 22 of these women liars puts Deshaun Watson in a really tough spot to me going forward because if he's going to settle any case with them now he's going to have to walk back the claim that all of these women are lying and again I would just say never in my legal career have I ever seen 22 different people all lie about the same sort of incident maybe this is going to be the first maybe all 22 of these women are truly lying But I think this is a really difficult and tough and bad argument that Rusty Harden, the defense attorney of Deshaun Watson is trying to make here. And I'll I'll be straightforward with you. I said if I put my legal hat on and if I were advising Deshaun Watson on how to respond to these cases going forward I would have told him to settle. Apologize for making these women uh, feel uncomfortable. Acknowledge and say that you don't believe you committed any sort of criminal misbehavior but you understand that you made these women comfortable that you've learned from it that you apologize for the way that you made them feel and that you are ready to move forward in your life that you have learned from this situation and that your plans in the future are to avoid ever creating any sort of perception of misbehavior on your part. That's what I would advise. Might cost you tens of millions of dollars at this point but once you got suspended by the NFL it would at least give you a pathway to return to the field in 2022. I'm afraid if he's going to truly fight this publicly like it appears that Deshaun Watson is going to do this thing could drag on for years and he could end up being the Jeffrey Epstein or Bill Cosby of the NFL given the sheer numbers of women that are accusing him of misbehavior. Uh, All right, I am sitting right now in the most comfortable chair in America. I am sitting in the X chair and you can go check it out at xchairclay.com They have got massage they've got heating they have unbelievable offers here. Dynamic variable lumbar heat massage therapy both are features in this chair that separate them from every other chair in the market. I love it. Lots of you have home offices you know how much that I am working radio, TV, writing, managing the business I work all day long from my house and it is a monstrous amount that I have to take care of. Being in the right chair and having the right support for my back allows me to get heat and massage therapy while I'm sitting at my desk. It makes a massive difference. You can get four different massage modes, fast warming heat technology or therapy. Just warm up during a cold winter's day. You need the best chair that allows you to be the most productive and effective out there. You need the X chair. You can go right now to xchairclay.com and xchair is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairclay.com that's the letter X chair C-L-A-Y dot com or call one 844 xchair x chair 30 day guarantee of complete comfort and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month that is xchairclay.com and use the code XWheels for free XWheel blade casters xchairclay.com this is a story that I don't know a lot of you have gotten involved in there is a new Super League that has been announced in Euro Soccer basically it would replace the Champions League and it would roll all the biggest brands the idea is the biggest brands in England, Italy, France, and Germany all coming together the most valuable soccer franchises in each of those countries to compete and make, I believe it's $425 million per year guaranteed. This has set off alarm bells everywhere over the future ability to compete in the English Premier League, and Serie A, from all of the smaller teams which advance to Champions League play based on how they do in the overall league itself. And so this story is interesting because I wonder on some level whether it could be a model for what the future of college football in particular could look like where a lot of the biggest brands all decide to come together instead of being affiliated with conferences and create their own Super League. Um, I don't know if this is going to be allowed because there's certainly going to be a massive battle in each of these countries over whether or not this is a permissible activity to undertake but I would encourage you Uh, to pay attention to it. We've written about it at OutKick. I think it's an intriguing storyline to dive into. Alex Smith has officially retired has an incredible career uh, to his backing and I would suggest this now that Alex Smith has officially retired. They need to rename the uh, Player of the Year Award for uh, Comeback Player of the Year. It needs to be renamed Comeback Player of the Year needs to be renamed in honor of Alex Smith because if you have seen what he had to do to come back from the devastating leg injury that he had for him to return to play in any way the Comeback Player of the Year award needs to be renamed in honor of Alex Smith because I don't know that anyone has ever come back from a more devastating injury to return to play. Uh, Alex Smith is retiring but the NFL should honor him by making it the Alex Smith Comeback Player of the Year Award. The NBA ratings. Our old friends at the NBA. Last year, all the blue checks out there all the blue check brigade members on Twitter said, well, the reason why the NBA ratings are down and hit an all-time low during the regular season was because the season was bifurcated they were in a bubble part of the year it was a challenge to complete you can't really look at last year's ratings as an arbiter of how the NBA is doing. All right, so let's look at this year. The NBA is poised to hit an all-time low in television ratings this year playing a roughly equivalent and easy schedule one that started later in the year and theoretically with fewer games being played would lead to more national interest instead the NBA brand has continued to plummet the overall viewership for national basketball games that are played on TNT and ESPN is going to be down substantially. Since 2012 they have lost, the NBA has nearly half of all of their fans that were watching the games. And I'm telling you what happened. The NBA got woke and they have gotten broke. They told half of the United States we don't like you and we don't want you watching our product and half the United States said goodbye. Think about this for a minute. Almost more people watched on cable the documentary about the Michael Jordan era Chicago Bulls, The Last Dance than watched the NBA Finals with LeBron James in them in the most recent year. Think about that. People love basketball. 17 million people nearly watched Gonzaga against Baylor two different religious schools Baylor's Baptist and Gonzaga is Jesuit that don't have massive national fan bases. 10 million more people on average watched the NCAA championship game than watched any NBA finals game last year between the Lakers and the Heat if LeBron James and the Lakers were to get eliminated from the playoffs this would be an unmitigated disaster for the NBA LeBron's already lost most of the NBA's fan base but the only reason people watch now is because of LeBron if he weren't in the finals and if he lost early in the playoffs look out This would be a mess. The NBA got woke and they are going broke. Finally, speaking of getting woke and going broke I've I've never been a subscriber to The Athletic. The Athletic has hired I don't know like a thousand people whatever they have into their sports writing cabal and they have tried to create a uh, a brand of direct-to-consumer subscription-based payment for a lot of different sports writers in the country. And according to Sam Amico one of our writers at OutKick who wrote this today he said the Athletic is struggling in a major way the business is not going well they have raised $140 million already and they are now looking for a way to exit finding somebody to buy their business going forward and it ain't very good business it's still to my knowledge not profitable despite the fact that they have raised and spent $140 million. And I don't know what the solution is going to be here, but from a lot of you, I have heard that in the last year, all of the sports writers, many of whom write at The Athletic, were some of the leaders in the you can't play sports argument. And finally, they are reaping what they sow because many subscribers out there said, we're done with this. We're not even going to pay a dollar a month which is what you're trying to sell subscriptions for now. And so they have been hemorrhaging subscribers. They are still losing money and they are trying to find a way to rescue what is a rapidly collapsing business. That's according to Sam Amico, And I would say to you this is not a surprise to your boy here. If you get woke you pretty much always go broke. Certainly in the world of sports because sports is one of the last refuges for the meritocracy. We don't care about your race, your religion, your ethnicity, your sexuality. We care about whether you're better than the other guy or girl you're competing against and as soon as you interject identity politics into sports, it leads to a direct conflict and a lot of people who look to sports to be an escape from the identity politics era that we are now in bail and go and spend their time elsewhere. I think that's what's happening to the NBA and I also think that's what's happening to the Athletic. Not going to happen at OutKick. Not as long as I own it. This has been OutKick, the show. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP in one hour I will be live on FS1. Be breaking down the latest on the NFL Draft getting you ready for a night of gambling. That will be Fox Bet Live. I am Clay Travis. Go subscribe by the way. For the OutKick VIP if you want to send a message to the rest of the sporting industry about what you care about OutKick.com slash VIP and I'll be in Knoxville this weekend for the Tennessee spring game. Hope to meet up with a bunch of you up there. Looks like it's going to be pretty good weather. Great time of year all over the state of Tennessee. Look forward to spending Saturday up in Knoxville. This has been OutKick, the show.